even if you don't like them, pray for your enemies. There's no good fruit in hate. Hate will give you cancer. Good fruit's only in love. Love will give you a long life and blessings and great-grandchildren. They will love you so much. Seriously, time to be lovers, not haters. Tree of life is lovers. Tree of knowledge is haters. Two trees in the garden. Simple as that, really. The offspring of God and those born of the flesh who need to be born again. And they'll know we're Christians by our love. But you know what? We've been a lot of accusers and competitors and a lot of orphan. A lot of people just discouraged. A lot of people so beat up by Jezebel, the principality of white magic Christian religion that just deceives and leads all of the Christians astray every day like sheep to the slaughter. It's the worst thing I have to look at every day as a seer prophet and doing everything I can to help them and they think I'm the enemy and they follow Jezebel. Talk about having your heart ripped out and barbecued in front of you every day for 12 years. And it's just, it's gonna end. It's gonna end. It will soon be over. And I know some of you know that as well and that's why you're so excited. The pain and the sorrow and the suffering and the continual betrayal and the continual mistreatment and all the constantly being sinned against and no one ever obeying the anointing, just fighting the anointing and everyone a worker of iniquity, those days are over in the USA because we enforce the new covenant. The Bible says that Moses enforced the old covenant. How many of y'all know that the sons of God enforce the new covenant? What's the Son of God? It's a 33-degree olive tree of life with all the anointing oil. And that's God's plan for every one of you, whether you're in the marketplace or set apart for the priesthood, you know? Whatever God's plan is for your life, it's anointed. <laughs> a lot of people are so religious, they just listen to demons and don't see how, you know, they can do anything in business and marketplace and trading. That is a lion demon that is stealing your inheritance. Hardly anybody is set apart for full-time ministry. Hardly anybody. I mean, it's one out of 12 tribes in Israel, and we're the Israel of God, amen? Romans 11 says, we are the Israel of God engrafted into Jesus Christ, the King of Israel, by grace, by faith, not by works. Amen, it is written. Only one out of 12 tribes is in full-time ministry. 11 out of 12 is to kick some serious butt in every other aspect of the seven mountains. <laughs> I mean, there are so many millions and millions of possibilities here. And Jezebel restricts it into just this one thing that you have to be the Billy Graham, you have to be the Bill Johnson, you have to be the Heidi... Ba Almost none of you are called to be like that. I mean, to be an apostle, to be a prophet is not something you can even choose. And these people want to be apostles and prophets. That's not your decision. That's God the Father's decision before He conceived you in your mother's womb. You're going to get a lot of healing today. You're going to get that burden broken off of you. You're going to get easy. You're going to get light. God has placed desires in your hearts that are some of you going to be carpenters. 
I mean, seriously, woodworking. Some of you be goldsmiths. Some of you work with jewels. Some of you be athletes, professional athletes. I mean, it is myriads and myriads and myriads of job opportunities in the anointing. You gotta understand, in the kingdom of heaven, every angel has a job. There's not an angel that wonders, what am I supposed to be doing? That doesn't exist in Zion. That doesn't exist in Eden. That doesn't exist in the entire kingdom of heaven that has about a billion souls in it. <laughs> you know, everyone's got a job. Every saint in the cloud of witnesses has a job. <laughs> They're not wondering, twiddling their thumbs, what am I supposed to be doing right now? You know? And I'm telling you, the anointing is going to set you free and, t and will tell you and lead you into what you are to be doing right now. There is fulfillment for you in the desires of your heart. This is not slavery. This is not Egypt. This is not building buildings made by human hands. This is not building pyramids. This is being a living stone of the temple of the Lord God Almighty and ever, everyone knowing who they are in Christ with zero confusion. That's what this is. Everybody knowing who they are in Christ. And when you know who you are in Christ, there's no competition, no envy, no strife. You just know who you are in the Father, and you can be the most glorious thing in that place. Amen. Be set free today. <laughs> there are desires in your heart placed from God that people have tried to shut down because they want you to be the certain image of success. I know my parents told me that and they tried to force me into business. I love them, but they were completely and totally wrong. I was set apart from birth to be a priest of the Melchizedek Order, baptized in the Holy Spirit in my mother's womb, like John the Baptist, for 10 days when I was just in the womb, two months in the womb. My mom said 10,000 watts of electricity of anointing baptized her for 10 days. And that's when I was filled with the Holy Spirit from my mother's womb, like John the Baptist. I mean, that's not going to happen to you. That, I mean, something else is going to happen to you. You can't compete with me. I mean, you will be continually discouraged. And I know I deal with so much orphan stuff of people that want to be this minister thing and this priest thing and this priest king thing. And listen, I'm not taking away from your destiny. I'm enhancing it. I'm fulfilling you. I'm helping you. Get over yourself. Get over your orphan. Get over the separation of he gets the breakthrough and not me. Your breakthrough is going to look different than your brother and sister's breakthrough because you're a different being. Okay? Everyone's different in the kingdom of heaven. They're like a billion different gemstones of silver, gold, and gemstones in the Father's crown the royal diadem. He wears the redeemed on his head. It's true. That's how much the Father loves you, and that's how much he shows, shows you off to all the angels, to the cherubim, to the seraphim, to Elijah, to Moses, to King David, to his friends, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to those who are in the throne room of God the Father, to Samuel, to Jeremiah, to Daniel. Come on, somebody. The Father's saying, look at my new covenant crown. Oh, it's a beautiful crown. And they're just in awe of the Father's love and the Father's grace. 
and what a God we serve. He shows you off in heaven. You may not feel like that because your flesh is strong. You know, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. That verse, people give so much credit to the natural dimension, they don't even realize who they are as a spirit. <laughs> we deal with that bewitchment continuously. To find a Christian not bewitched is a, as a needle in a haystack in the year 2018. To find someone who's got the mind of Christ with seven blazing torches, like uh, Lady Liberty, what's that called in New York City, Penny? The Statue of Liberty. <laughs> and I know people are like, that symbolizes Jezebel and the Queen of the South and the 666 of Freemasonry. And I know you're right, yeah. French Freemasonry and American Freemasonry got together there and said, screw English Freemasonry, and it's been a, you know, a, f a feudal war amongst the hierarchy of the First World Nations for 500 years. I know that already. But big deal, the anointing is of the third heaven. We don't even have to mess around with the second heaven. I'm not messing around in the dirt. I'm not messing around with Satan's stars that fell from heaven. I mean, I, well, you'd be discouraged constantly in second heaven's warfare. You know, you'd be like, come Holy Spirit, oh, it's so hard, it's so hard, I'm so beat up, gonna need counseling after that. When you're in the third heaven, you don't have to deal with any of that. And you're born of the third heaven, but Satan wants you to pull you down into second heaven warfare struggle that you can't win. When you fight at his level using his starlight, you can't win in the flesh. You can only win in the spirit. And you've already got the victory in the spirit. <laughs> I mean, that's the great awakening is he did it all and you're awakening to his finished works. <laughs> there are finished works. When he said it is finished, it's true. And I'm not weird about finished works. I'm not weird about grace. <laughs> this is the truth anyhow. When he said it is finished, that means your sin's forgiven the second you believe. <laughs> when he was raised from the dead, you experience that re resurrection glory, that resurrection Zoe energy in a river of life instantly the second you believe. The second your mind submits to the Spirit of God, everything Jesus Christ is at the right hand of God in glory is passing through your mind continuously like a river of life. Problem is, is we're so bewitched we don't agree with anything God says to us. Too good to be true. Oh, that's that sonship doctrine. That's that kingdom now doctrine. That's that perfectionism teaching. That's that gr greasy grace. And they come up with a new doubt and unbelief saying about anything God the Father's doing every season after every season. Have nothing to do with those brood of vipers. They're in the tree of knowledge. They're full of hate. I mean, we love them, but the best thing we could do and the most loving thing we can do is bear much fruit and cover those that are still ensnared of the devil. <laughs> And you'll set them free later on, but don't let them hold you down. you got to bear much fruit. And you'll set your spouses free, you'll set your kids free, you'll set your parents free, you'll set your whole city and nation free if you keep bearing much fruit and come into full spiritual stature by the transfiguration of the renewing of your mind, of waking up to who you are on the inside, an eternal spirit, and having no identification with your flesh or body or blood whatsoever. You're a new creature in Christ. 2 Corinthians 5.17 Holy Ghost, loose, loose these people from bewitchment. Fresh oil, fresh anointing, new wine and new love. You know the new wine is the love? <laughs> you think we're drinking Welch's grape juice here? You think we're drunk on religion? You think we're drunk on demons? No, 
No, this is the Garden of Eden wine. <laughs> this is the vineyards of the Father's love. This is Song of Solomon 5.1. Be drunk on love. Commandment in Hebrew. Because if you're not drunk on love, you're going to be just desiring, wanting. Oh, look at all these people getting blessed and not me. Have a drink, man. Godliness with contentment is great gain. Have a drink and let your heart desires be fulfilled by drinking the cup of salvation. By drinking the cup of the new covenant. <laughs> In his blood, drink it all of you whenever you remember him. I think we need to remember him and stop thinking about ourselves. Our biggest problem is our egos. We always are self-focused, and that's the curse, and that's the mark of the beast, where I can't see past me, and it's always taking care of me, and I don't see others. And, and then we get into slavery and works and serving others, but religion's still about me. It's not about you. It's not about works. It's about the anointing and the anointing's works. The anointing oil is produced on the tree of life. And the tree of life is the seed of the word of God you received when you first believed, called salvation. Now, after you're born again, you need that seed to sprout, consume your whole heart. The roots go down into your belly, which is the bowels of the earth and the deep calling out to deep. And then you have infinite anointing oil of the seven spirits of God, the menorah of sonship growing up through you, full spiritual stature. Now you are the sons of God. That's what salvation is, a seed. You receive the seed, the, the exact same seed that was implanted into Mary's womb that birthed the Messiah. You didn't receive a lesser gift of salvation. You received the exact same salvation of the Savior Himself. That's what saves you. We call Him Savior and we're so religious that it's like this outward thing. Ah, it's so hard, it's so hard. When you're saved, it's not hard. It's easy and light. And you have the oil of peace of Eden flowing through you because you've been born of the seed that comes from the Garden of Eden, which is the Father's heart. You came out of the Father's heart the moment you were born again. You are a planting of the Lord in the garden of delight, it is written. Where did He plant you? In His heart. Literally. Okay? That's not fantasy religion stuff. The Garden of Eden is not like Central Park and you're walking in a natural dimension, although we'll turn Central Park into the Garden of Eden by the manifestation of our heart life into the earth realm. You go into God's heart and you go into Eden. Eden is God's heart. Zion is God's mind. <laughs> You're created in the image of God. That's why you have a heart and that's why you have a mind. Problem is our hearts and minds are full of weeds, cares of this world, stones, the birds of the air, everything that chokes it out and makes it worthless. And we have all these enemies constantly lying to us but we have the truth in Jesus Christ and we have an anchor for the soul. And we have a river of life, a river of peace. We have a city of peace. We have heaven on earth when we believe and our roots can run deeper daily. Other people may reject this message, but those that receive this message will receive sonship and they will mature into olive trees of the 33rd degree of Jesus Christ's 33rd year on earth. When the Father said, yep, that's the fullness, bam, took him. 33 years, done. Perfect works of Jesus Christ. Now, we're born of the seed, and we need to grow up that seed into the same 33 
degree or the 33rd year of Jesus Christ's spiritual growth in the cosmos, <laughs> which is the world. And you do that by simply growing. And what do you grow in? The Holy Spirit, the fruits of the Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit. Yes, you do grow in them also. But more important than the gifts is the fruit. Gifts are only a fruit on the tree. There's a lot of people who have gifts, but don't have love. Even if you have angelic ecstasy, but have not love, you're just worthless. 1 Corinthians 13, in the message, it says, If you have angelic ecstasy and angelic mysteries, and can fathom all the heavens and all the earth, with all the understanding of the angels, but have not love, you're nothing. You have literally no stature in God, even though you have the gifts, because the gifts of God are irrevocable. I have seen thousands of people operating the gifts, but very little fruit. And you know what? Oftentimes, very little oil. Yikes. Very little oil. But we are the sons and daughters of the anointing oil. <laughs> we are. We are those people set apart for the anointing oil, and we will go all the way not just in the priesthood of Melchizedek, but also in the marketplace. Most of you, 11 out of 12 of you, are called into the marketplace and your businesses because that's what will fulfill your heart. That's what you were created for, trading, business. And there's millions of opportunities out there, even more with the Internet now. And don't hold back. Use the anointing to be successful. That's how the Israelites are to this very day, to the natural Jews to this day. They use those covenants and those scriptures and it's like, that's our inheritance, that's our right to be rich. It is written in the law of Moses and they believe it and because they believe it, they experience it. And the Christians don't believe it and they're sick and poor and miserable and they believe in religion and they're heaped with demons on their heads and it's like, it's holy to be poor and it's holy to be religious and you're dying of cancer and dying of disease and it's God the Father's like, what is wrong with my people? Do, I mean, the unbelievers are more successful than you. It should not be that way. That's because of Jezebel killing, stealing, and destroying from your minds every day. But God will restore the times. God will restore everything the canker worm has eaten, it is written. Because you've been lied to, you've been ripped off, you've been imprisoned in your minds, you've been capped and limited, you've been told you can't do that. But the sons of God enforce the new covenant freedom and they're like, we will empower you to be who God created you to be in your spirit. And all the deception of the natural realm will just be obliterated as you manifest sonship, which is the Spirit in you coming out of that cave of your body and blowtorching through your face the seven spirits of God through your spirit, which is the new covenant. Amen. The seven spirits of God is what energizes you, the spirit inside that body, to get big and come out. Come out of the cave. Come out of the flesh. Don't be submitted to the flesh. If your spirit submits to your flesh, Satan and his angels have legal right of the law of Moses over you. Just forget all that rubbish and just let the Spirit of God run wild like a river of life through you, the true you inside you. You are a spirit being, born of the Spirit. If anyone is in the Lord, they are one spirit with the Lord, it is written. 
and you're a new creature in Christ. Let that creature, like a hermit crab, come out of the shell of your body in the name of Jesus. And it's not some weird New Age stuff. It's called spiritual growth. You're coming out by anointing. You're coming out by fruits of the Holy Spirit. You're coming out with unlimited anointing oil. You're coming out with confidence and boldness. You're coming out of the lion's den. (laughs) You're coming out of all the prostration of the circumstances that have bound you into the dust of the earth. And they've paved on your back and made you slaves into the natural dimension. All of that breaks off you today with fresh anointing from the olive tree of Israel, the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Pray about becoming business partners with Red Letter Ministries. I see Red Letter Ministries having its own television channel next to TBN and next to God TV. I can do this easily. If Wendy Alec can do it, I can do it. We've been broadcasting for 10 years. Partner your business and your marketplace with Red Letter Ministries. We're a registered Minnesota nonprofit. All gifts are tax exempt. We love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen. Gloria.